have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. This crusade, this war on terrorism, uh, is going to take a while. He came, he saw, he died. <laughs> we tortured some folks. And the pod has been parked. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 38 of Dave vs. Goliath. Can't believe we made it, but we did. Uh, took almost two years <laughs> to get to almost 40 episodes, but quality over quantity, as we always say around here. Uh, wishing you Yuletide greetings and peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Um, seriously, in the, in the, the spirit tonight, uh, because I have with me my main man. Dad! What's up, dog? How What's you up, doing? man? Yo, I was laughing while you were talking about it over there because I was thinking the same thing. 38? That's crazy that you got the 38. It seems like almost like like when you age, like one to 10 took like an eternity. <laughs> and then as they add up, it seems like it's going quicker and quicker. 38, stacking them up. Is and this it's all Christmas relative episode? to us. That's a big deal. This is the yeah. official <laughs> Christmas episode, dude. <laughs> this is probably going to do it for us for 2022. <laughs> you know? Should have wore my hat. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good, good to be with you, bro. Thanks for coming. You too. <laughs> So, I'm in the holiday spirit. We're still going to cover the world's worst events, and we're going to take on the darkness, as we always do. Based on our new backdrop, if you can see it, we're working with some animation these days, feeling pretty good about it. I can see it. Bring in the thunder, bring in the lightning. Um, So, Um, yeah, I'm pumped. Did we have a... uh, I can't hear that. I just put my ear to the microphone like I'm going to hear something. Oh yeah, that's way. right. Our, our back down, background ambient noise. We are going to employ that for the for the for this episode. That's a good call, bro. No, let's let's do that. We're going to kick it off now. If you like it, let us know in the comments. If you don't, we don't care because we really enjoyed it. We, we we've already <laughs> tested it. <and> it's, <laughs> we're going to make this work around here. Um, if it's too much, well, we think it looks episode, cool. Gonna go. well, in 2023, we will reassess. We'll take it under advisement. <laughs> Anytime you learn how to do something additional, we're doing it. Yeah, if we're given additional <laughs> tools to play with, we will take those for a test drive every time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you were in the comments, I see we have a couple people in there. Let's, let's see who we got in there. The time continuum. Thank you for being here, sir. Uh, we got Shannon Lee and we got Danielle in there. This is great. Thanks for being here, ladies. <laughs> God, you <Yule. laughs> These people are funny. Thanks for being here, guys. Uh, let's see. Danielle said, got some indica CBD flower. All right, there you okay. go. Into couch, taking naps. <laughs> Thank you for being here. 
Um, and yeah, if you guys are out there, share the links, um, subscribe, help us out, leave a review for the show, all that good stuff. Um, but tonight, my bro, yes, I know I always preface this, but you're not on the social medias, like all the things at the, the bottom ticker there, yeah, which is great. And I prefer it that way. I don't like, we all spend too much time doing it. So I like <sighs> that you're anchored in reality and the natural world and we can, cause I'm, like I said, then you know addicted to that crap and spend too much time on it well but, when i i jumped back in for just a very short amount of time and i felt it i felt it all the time on there too oof. and i just didn't feel like that was healthy for me There's, i've learned to avoid things that aren't healthy for me yeah i am jealous the hard and, way <laughs> i hear you man um and yeah i'm trying to work you know everything in moderation for me so i should probably do less of it but, these but that's days, why this is I'm telling you, that's why it's so fun for me, though, because you're you're so much more in it that I I come here and I hang out with you and I get like the news because <laughs> I'm yeah. detached from all well, that shit. Honestly, and this sounds silly, man, but even before Elon and the, ta- the Twitter takeover, like Twitter is a great source for news to just go for, as Shane Hazel put it, my morning briefing. Like I wake up, I sure. see what's trending on Twitter, what's going on in the world, and then you can see the opinions of hundreds of people or, you know, dozens of news outlets or whatever, independent and otherwise about a specific issue. So that's, I mean, a pretty good way to parse that stuff out. I think. Do you find that you, that things get inserted to you that, that aren't congruent with like particular people that you follow and stuff like that? I always kind of wondered that as well. Like heavy. Does it feel like things are, Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, if you're talking yeah, I mean like, I don't subscribe to or follow like liberal progress, progressive influencers, but right. They, do you get like Washington post stories posted on your shit and stuff? I get that. But like main, like influencers, people like Rob Reiner, you know, like <laughs> okay. Rob Reiner, for whatever reason, that guy, or like, uh, who's that guy from star Trek? Um, who's like got a big mouth. I don't know. The, the Asian guy. I can't remember. Um, Sulu? uh, George Kata- Takai. He's got like, you know, millions of followers on Twitter and he's like an influencer, like a Democrat influencer. And his um, shit just gets bumped up too, right? And that's all, oh yeah, it's all you see. And um, I feel like, dude, and we'll get more into this, but like, that's what these people are. Like at the highest level, actors, remember we played that Robert Downey Jr. clip of him like, no, Steven, check out these bugs that, you know, are really good for you. And it right. just passed the EU test. It's like at the highest level. These entertainers are just influencers for whatever needs to be sold. You know what I mean? I wonder how deep that goes or if they just meet. You know how like actors get older and then they start, I mean, they start doing commercials for weird ass shit. You know? Yeah, they get less picky as the, the uh, when the roles yeah, sure. start to not come in and they'll yeah, do whatever. Like Jeff Bridges did a COVID commercial on like the television. Right. I was like, come the fuck on, man. Doesn't that like, really maybe, disappoint you? It's disappointing, but like, man, I don't know. Maybe he needed the dough. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you know, you, there's lots of, you could do like a soda commercial. I have so much more respect for you if you were doing like Twix or Sprite commercials, you know? Yeah. 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 Commercial. Less nefarious. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, that is, that is what they do. And, and it's, and it's done to influence the COVID stuff. We're going to talk more about that, man. The, the job that they pulled on the American people. So I know you don't, you're not on Twitter too much, but you've heard, I'm sure of the Twitter 
files in the dump that he's released through. Uh, you got Matt Taibbi, formerly of Rolling Stone, and Barry Weiss, formerly of New York Times, uh, who are kind of like dripping this stuff out. I like think. WikiLeaks style. Yeah, I don't know. I can't wait to hear what you know about it. But based on what I have heard, I think that the way that they're doing it is brilliant. Like those are two great people I feel like to have doing that. And the way that they're trickling it out, like if they had just dumped everything out, it would have been easier for them to skip over. But they're, I feel like the way Elon's putting it out through them, little bit by little bit, he's like ensuring that it can't be ignored. I don't okay. know how many more there's going to be. I wonder. I think they're up to four, maybe five at this point. Um, I heard one just to give um, the opposite of that. Tim, who I don't, I don't love Tim Pool and all of his takes, but he said that Elon keeps dropping this stuff on like Fridays, <laughs> Friday nights or Saturdays, like right before he'll go to like a Chappelle comedy show <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so it's kind of like where stories go to die, like a Friday night. If that's you know typically the. That's normally what they do, right? Like if the if the White House has to admit something they don't want to admit at a press briefing, they do it at like four forty nine on a Friday, and they're like, "We gotta go." Right, right. I wonder if he's, you know, he seems pretty giddy about it. Like when he's, you know, oh, it's about to get spicy, all these things. But I wonder if he's like kind of worried, like, "Well, I own this, like it's mine." So I wonder how, like, I don't don't know know how that affects him though. It might, it might help him out. And from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong about this too, but it kind of seems like. Maybe Jack Dorsey didn't know that all that shit was going on. I mean, that shit, none of that shit was coming from him. Am I right about that? It, was not, it doesn't look it was like all it. like weird middle management type people that were making these decisions. Maybe he was in the dark. I don't know. I think that's, I mean, to go back to the Monica Perez uh, theory of the face job is that he was probably just cool being in the dark. You know yeah, what I mean? Go on the like mountaintop yoga retreats, bro. Exactly. Tie your hair up in a bun and visit the rainforest for a while. That's your just job. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. No, you're doing great. You're doing great. Go, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know? Right. But I mean, at the end of the day, so it was easy to like kind of, you know, hear about some of the things that happened and go, yeah, told you. Like I was kind of, my feeling was like when, when Snowden had those revelations 10 years ago. I was like, yeah, everybody kind of, like he got the details and some of it was shocking. But at the end of the day, like he proved that the government was spying, but everybody kind of knew that, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of my feeling when I was reading some of these things like, oh, like they, they proved beyond the shadow of a doubt that they suppressed Trump and inside, yeah. you know, decided to take him off Twitter, even though it was not against their term. He didn't do anything against their terms of service. Um, like that seemed pretty apparent if you weren't, if you don't have Trump derangement syndrome, but the cool thing about that is now, dude, I mean, like they did prove it now. Right. So like now all of the claims of, of election interference by Russia, like it, to say it pales in comparison to what the FBI has done on, you know, within Twitter, uh, is just, it's it's insane, dude. It really is. It's like, oof. like the, I'm sure and there I, will be some lawsuits. I kind of love the fact that they can't get away from it too. Like this is not like the old days when I grew up too. Like like Enron could shred those documents, you know. Right. But this shit's here forever. Forever. Oh man. Um. And yet, I you know, it looks like 
<laughs> not only, dude, we're still, our page is still serving the last 10 days of a 90 day, no live streaming sentence on Facebook because we shared a picture of Hunter Biden with a cigarette hanging out of his lip. Yeah. Well, they that shit probably ain't going to change, right? I mean, it's well, Facebook. Facebook, unless he does, yeah, something like that. I'm saying, but the collusion has got to be deep. So if we know for a fact that the FBI was inside of Twitter saying, there's going to be some shit that comes across your desk. And if I were you guys, I would not push that. Right. And I, would, I, I would be on the lookout because that's, that's Russian propaganda over there. This is, that is interfering with the election. Like, I don't know what to say, <laughs> but that's what they're doing, you know? Um, pretty incredible. Uh, I do have this clip. Um, we're going to check out here. If you don't mind, dude, it's only about a minute long and it's from, uh, the debates. We're going to go back to the debates of 2020. Oh, snap. if you don't mind. And we're going to check out what Trump was saying to Joe Biden, uh, during the debate. So here we go. All right, one second. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Look at these fools. Here we China, go. other countries, Iraq. If this is true, then he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. No, they're calling you a corrupt politician. Nobody. Hey, President Trump, I want to stay hell. on the issue of race. We're talking about the, the issue. from hell. President Trump, we're <laughs> talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump. So I'm not going to accuse this lady of anything, though, <laughs> as soon as he brought up the thing that you're not supposed to talk about, yeah, she made sure to talk about something else. I have Just, to respond to that. Because, look, race, naturally. <laughs> And isn't that funny? She's like, we're going to move on. He goes, I need to respond to that. Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> who said that what this, he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is as all the care for five former heads of the CIA. All right. Remember that because we're going to talk more about the CIA. <laughs> four, four heads of the CIA said this. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is down? <laughs> another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly it. what, is this that's where you're exactly going? what. This is going. where he's going. I just love it. He's friend Gianni. Because, you know, and I hate to say it, dude, Trump is totally vindicated there. All I want to do is talk about this laptop that's very real, 100% yeah. factual. And kind of a big deal. I mean, it's not deal. out of the realm. You know, they're calling you a criminal, Joe. Joe, yeah. <laughs> if the laptop is real, you must you must go to jail. Um, pretty incredible, man. I just, uh, but dude, four heads of the CIA said that it's bullshit. Four heads of the <laughs> CIA, right? So we're gonna talk about. That's a, probably a good segue to get into this, man. How much do you know about Operation Mockingbird? I know, uh, well, what do we know about that? It was a, just a pretty blatant infiltration of the news media, correct? Yeah. So like basically it, feeding them their, the headlines that they ought to publish. Yes. Right? Uh, definite infiltration into all uh, 
newspapers, um, television stations. Um, so they found out, like members of Congress, they had, uh, it was called the church committee set up by one of their, I think it was an Iowa senator by the name of church. But he set up um, a committee and they wanted to go public with it. This is how you know that, like, man, we're just not in these times anymore. Because today, nobody in, in the Senate would even have the balls to do that. Like, get in front of the television cameras and explain to the American people what you're doing. Right. Um, but, yeah, they basically said, you know, do you have people, like, operating, like, in the CIA who are contributing to newspapers, television shows? Uh, yeah, we definitely do. <laughs> it started <laughs> It started by them planting um, stories overseas with the hopes that the story yes. would make its way back here because that's that was the CIA's – that's where they had authority was overseas but not domestically. Sure. But now, man, what we know about what the FBI has done domestically with COINTELPRO, obviously they – uh, Yoel, what's his name from Twitter, was meeting with the FBI dude once a week. Once a week. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. Like an errand boy. You know what I mean? So you don't yeah. even have to have anything in, in the official capacity. You have absolute collusion um, with, with the feds, man. So I, I, if I had to guess, I think that the CIA at this point, this stage, 50 years after the church commission, um, that they have to be as involved with the social media giants, right? Just their oh yeah, they didn't get any smaller, right? Right, right. They did not downsize the CIA <laughs> from fifty years ago. So, um, God, yeah. what organization's worse? Right than that one? I don't know. I think that that's really the one. That's everything yeah, is Operation Mockingbird. Is the point of this episode? <clears throat> everything. Um, so we're just going to get a little brief history here, if you don't mind. Here we go. All right. Reuters and the Associated Press. The Rothschilds bought Reuters in the 1800s, which later bought the Associated Press and made the Rothschild family owners of the world's largest central news services. To the present day, the world depends on these Rothschild-owned central news services as their main source of news and information. In his book called Who Owns the TV Networks, Author Eustace Mullins claims that the major TV networks, radio stations, newspapers, and publishing empires are controlled by the Rothschild, Rockefeller, and J.P. Morgan money cartels through their corporate conglomerates. So just real quick, so far, you have the early stages of big oil and big banks colluding to, 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 to establish what they needed to do to maintain their narrative to enrich themselves so yeah. far. What, right? Do you know when this is from? When is this clip? Where'd you find this? This is, I believe, this is probably from the 90s. Um, I don't know who put this out, but this only this video only had 10 views, which pisses me <laughs> off. It's, it's filled with information that everybody should have. So, yeah, yeah. You know? But here we go. Their own media conglomerates include weapons manufacturers, General Electric, and Westinghouse, oh, them too. which profit from promoting wars. Control over the internet, publishing, recording, and top cable companies can be traced back to the same big five media empires, General Electric, Time Warner, Viacom, Disney, and News Corp. The, listen to those. That's it. Viacom, Dude, is, that's, who, that's your MTV. Was this, though? That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh well, I don't know what state. I don't know who's broadcasting this or who's late, whose voice that is or anything. 
It's um, been a while since somebody said anything true. You know, like this is like, when was this? This was on TV. That's amazing. This is 25 years ago, probably. Yeah. And, and so full of the truth. I mean, yeah, like she said, GE Westinghouse, these guys are, you know, the, the fronts for like the major weapons manufacturers. And those are the fronts for like NBC universal, all these companies that pump out the, the propaganda. Right. Okay. Here we go. Okay. These media monopolies are owned directly or indirectly by the Rothschild, JP Morgan, Rockefeller, and Oppenheimer Brotherhood. Yes, there are now more stations and more media voices, but they're all coming from the same ventriloquist. Every TV show needs corporate sponsors, and corporate sponsors sponsor pro-business, pro-government programming, and journalists who support the agenda of the big five media owners. Boom. And that's still true. It, yep. You know, it, right now, the, it's the woke culture and all that stuff, but you know, dude, 20 years ago... It was the opposite. It was, you know, America, hell yeah. And it was, you know, all the patriotism, whatever yeah. you need to do to sell the tyranny of the day. Like that's what, that's what they're doing. While two thirds of the world goes hungry, these banksters offer gazillion dollar sponsorships to sports Gazillions. athletes to play with their balls. To play with their Why? Balls. <laughs> because they keep the masses distracted from the important issues. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to play this whole video, but there was another part in here where they go to talk about, I think here probably, the Council on Foreign Relations. There we are. Let's check these guys out. And secret records of this network. Quigley reveals that these men aim to create a world system of financial control in private hands, able to dominate the political system of each country and the economy of the world as a whole. In short, they seek total and quiet control of the entire world. And the CFR is their most visible conduit for carrying out that agenda. I'm pretty sure that the CFR is, at least if it's not controlled by, is an arm of the CIA. That's pretty sick. It's their conduit to the outside world i guess i don't know sure. to the rest of the world Perhaps. i mean it seems to me now that the torch has been passed or either absorbed by the world economic forum now right i mean that, that oh big as big far as time. globally that's and w- yes what a better example of uh centralization absolutely mm. cfr members include america's wealthiest tycoons as well as the highly placed elite in government, academic institutions, tax-exempt foundations, and the I like how I said highly media. placed. Mm-hmm. Ruling class journalists, written by Richard Harwood, describes the CFR membership as the ruling establishment in the United States. The Washington Post article boasted that news reporters who are CFR members do not merely analyze and interpret foreign policy for the United States. They help make it. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. The me- <laughs> We're not here to report on the news. Like, we will make the news, make the stories. <laughs> yeah. Even down to the word, too. I was watching a Russell Brand clip, like, a few years ago when he started blowing up and starting that show he does now, which mm-hmm. is pretty amazing, too. And he's like, the audacity is have to call it the news. <laughs> like, even if it was true, maybe it would be some news, right. you know? But no, this is the, this the. is it. This is John Yeah. For the yeah. source. <laughs> right, right. Fantastic. 
are these policymakers? Many of their faces are familiar. NBC's Tom Brokaw, CBS's Dan Rather, ABC's Barbara Walters, Jim Lehrer of PBS, William F. Buckley of National Review, media mogul Rupert Murdoch, owner of the giant... Feds, feds, mm-hmm. feds, feds, feds. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. And you know, Dan Rather, he's still... This guy, he was there for like the Watergate stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he was there for that and he's earned his stripes and then he gets to be on the news and now he's a full-fledged Twitter influencer just talking about how Donald Trump is awful and you know the alt-right is taking over America. It's like whatever the gig is, that's what they take at different phases. Buckley, you know, known, you know, he basically kicked off the neoconservative movement, fed, Mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, Tom Brokaw, you know, this trusted face that they put in front of you is another one of those. Fed. Just God, amazing. It takes a long time to establish that trust, too. Like, people feel comfortable Ooh. with these people. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, um, Fox News guy right there in the middle, you know, playing ball with all these guys. Murdoch. Yeah. Yeah. Multifaceted news corporation. These media heavyweights and many others like them are members of the CFR. Powerful corporations are also invited to become members. At the close of the 20th century, CFR influence presided over far-reaching consolidations of media control. In 1995, CFR members Michael Eisner of Disney and ABC's Thomas Murphy merged their media empires. Soon after the merger, the Disney-ABC empire becomes a CFR corporate member. Get the kids involved. In the year 2000. And right, dude, again, this is 20, 25 years old at this point. Way back then. So, like, just think about what ABC-Disney has been able to accomplish. Like, they purchased, they make billion-dollar Spider-Man movies and just, you know, for the whole world now. It's all just a cultureless blob, amorphous, just... (laughs) <laughs> intellectual property, right? Like used to propagandize humans. <clears throat> oh, man. <laughs> Pretty wild. The hey. world's largest internet service provider, America Online, joins forces with Time Warner, one of the world's largest news organizations. The CEOs favoring the move are CNN's Thomas Johnson and Time Warner's Gerald Levin, both CFR members. Once again, Another media giant is created under the shadow of CFR influence. Yeah, this is, I just think, dude, that's really how it gets done, right? So that's, that's the infiltration. I mean, the, the white pill version, how, how many people below, well, should I say, yeah, I mean, how many people below the age of like 40? watch the news for information do you think oh i that's the cool part yeah probably next to next to nothing but that's why they're going to social media right and they have it's so much easier to control them there Ah, that's the double-edged sword though isn't it right right everybody gets a voice but everything is there's a receipt for everything every every single thought you have right yeah there's a receipt for that now um so many, yeah, right. Oh, and you're right. It's not even what you say, man. It's your thoughts. What did you look at? What did you spend right. 30 more seconds looking at versus something else? Even that, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, what did you Insane. stop scrolling on? Yeah. Fuck that shit, man. I'm staying away from that. Part. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> you much have those demons. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Um, 
But that's at this point, dude, you know, like just to put a bow on the, the Twitter file stuff for now, because I'm sure they'll have more. There's probably stuff coming out right now as we're as we're speaking. I think they're um, saving the good stuff for last. That would be weird. Wait, I saw it today. Wait, did you see the shit with uh prosecute Fauci Elon posted? Yeah. My pronouns are <laughs> prosecute Fauci. Amazing. This is this well, that's what people are hoping. That like, oh, I wonder what he's got on Fauci. Oh, because dude, all all signs point to the devil. That's what. Yeah. Did you, by any chance, man, w- uh, listen to Monica's show with David Ike? No. Okay, I recommend that Is you. It recent? And, yeah, just a couple days ago, Monica right. Perez on her deep dive show had on David Ike, and uh, you know how she likes to do. And I'm, I'm kind of the same way, man. Like, just get me to the the big. What's the big picture? What's the big con? Tell mm-hmm. me what that is. Tell me how to what what's the big thing, the big conspiracy. And uh, I'm not going to blow that whole episode, but I I think I tend to ascribe to the David Ike theory of things, which is, well, you know, like everything that you can see, touch, hear, smell, all that stuff is like less than a millionth of reality. Sure. And there's a lot going on that you can't touch, see all the stuff, um, and that you know probably our energy is being used for. Demonic purposes. <laughs> like at the end Demonic of the battery cells. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you know, dude, I'm like, well, that does sound like it makes more sense than, you know, most theories. Um, but I keep coming back to that. The more I, you know, people talk a lot about censorship online. But like, it's not like, what's the real purpose of that? What is the, what's the oh, end the result? Yeah. It's not just cause you know, oh, they, oh, they hate conservatives. It's like, that's, you're, you're not even scratching the surface. If like if you think it's just about silencing like one political side over another, you're, you're you're not even scratching the surface. Like this is really about rewiring the way that we think, like turning us yeah. into into nodes. Um, like if you do this long enough, if you demoralize us enough, you know, a mm-hmm. generation worth, like this will change everything. And the, the way that they're trying to reconstruct uh, the language. And reconstruct, you know, gender roles, and it's it's that transhumanist shit, bro. It's the unnatural creeping in. It's the mach- it's the ghost in the machine, and they're they're learning how to get it inside, bro. I don't I don't know how to explain it, but seriously, everybody needs to go listen to that episode with uh, David Ike and and Monica. But I think at the end of the day, man, are these people. Not at all levels, you know, it's compartmentalized, but at the top, these are demonic people. That's what I think. And I think that that's the purpose of trying to shut up everybody, shut down any any and all semblance of free speech. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I hope that Elon is, you know, on the right side of things. He's still a military contractor, so it, and he's a transhumanist, so that goes against my better judgment. Yeah. Um, to think that he's here to to save us from all that, um, but it feels like it's a ride that we're all on, which is crazy it's too. Fun to watch. It is fun to watch, man. And uh, as the CIA said, I, I can't remember what the exact quote. I'll probably butcher it, but you know, like we'll know that our disinformation program is complete when people can't tell what's up from down. Like you won't even know. You right. won't even know. And there's just every talking head, every major newspaper. It's all the agency. It's all, it all is, dude. 
and I feel like it's almost a, oh man, I don't know. I know that goes deep. It's almost sowing the seeds of distrust on purpose at like a visceral level. Like you were saying that whatever that CIA quote, right? So it's not just being scared of misinformation, but then it's being scared of, instead of being afraid of what might not be true, it's being afraid that you don't even know what is true, right? Like creating that type of human being. Dude, in the church committee hearings, they were like, uh, they brought, they busted out. They're like, show us that weapon. They had a, something called the heart attack gun, right? And they busted it out. This CIA agent busts out this like futuristic, like Star Wars looking gun. <laughs> and the guys are like, oh, don't point it at us. <laughs> like basically throws it on the congressional table. And like, oh my God. And he holds it up and they explain. He's like, yeah, so, you know, it's like a normal 45. But uh, it's got a little battery in there instead, and it fires refrigerated, poisonous, like frozen needles <laughs> at, the, at the victim from like, and they're like, and sometimes, you know, like we have stuff that, you know, is capable, you won't even know that you got hit with it. So you'll just like die later. And I remember seeing that years ago, like the CIA, the CIA is terrifying. This is awful. This is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. And I'm watching it today, preparing for the episode. And I'm like, if I was these motherfuckers, I would just tell people that I had this gun that had a refrigerated dart in it. Yep. And it's yep. just all bullshit. You know, that I'd go out and I would make a spectacle about this. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn it. I don't know what's up and down. Right. <laughs> but that's the goal, right? You don't know if they're putting on it. I imagine they're putting on a show in the 70s. Like, look what our agents can do. Maybe that's why they don't care when their bullshit is exposed. Because it seems like they don't care. They just keep on rolling. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, That's what always amazes me is like they don't even have to acknowledge it. It's just like on to the next thing. Right. Now they're talking about ali- aliens. I'm like, oh, aliens are probably fake. Shit. <laughs> All right. Damn it. Yeah. You guys got me. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Um, so, yeah, yeah I don't we'll want, be watching I don't the want Twitter files. Any, you'll be watching what? I said, well, we'll just be watching the Twitter files for anything else that comes out. No. Oh yeah, there. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I don't know what I was. But you got me going crazy in my brain now. Oh, I'm gonna have to man. listen to that episode. That was a good pitch. Oh, Monica's. That's the only show I would tell people to turn this show off and go watch. Is is Monica's deep dives? <laughs> <laughs> uh, every other show. I mean, there's other better shows, but that's the only one I would literally say that. We should um, do like a couple a week. I think she does. Yeah, like two or three a week. And uh, she was really excited to have David Ike. You could tell. Being a conspiracy theorist and all, um, he's the OG. Um, and yeah, dude, he's like blocked. Talk about being like banned. He's not allowed in the Netherlands for like just his ideas. No shit. Like he's never committed a crime or like even a hate crime or like a word crime or it was like we you are not welcome here. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, because he believes in lizard, lizard people and shit. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Love that term. So, um, dude, did you see? Uh, we talked a little bit about it. Time Magazine, another completely, I think one of the first infiltrated of Project or Operation Mockingbird, Time Magazine, completely fed <clears throat> fed publication. They just pulled out their uh, their annual Person of the Year, which was Voldemort Zelensky. And the spirit of Ukraine is there. They can't even pick just do a person. They got to like 
be cheesy right. with it. And it's this guy and the whole spirit of his country and all that. I hate um, that guy. I hate that guy. I swear to God, that's probably a good pick, though, if you're Time Magazine and you're the CIA because you have <laughs> a trillion dollars <laughs> invested in invested the Invested in him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know who's great? That guy who <laughs> gave all this money to, who needs more money perpetually every month. Wasn't Rand Paul trying to like appoint some kind of a committee to see where all the $40 billion went? And they were like, that's not really necessary. Oh, man, he's the only one that's been on it. Um, I didn't Only. hear about that though. Yeah, he was like just because it was some kind of oversight committee. Eventually, after a certain point of time in Afghanistan, apparently, where it got to the point where like, all right, we're not going to stop, but at least people are curious enough to know where all this money is going. Um, but that's the craziest part is it's going over there and poof. Randy Dasher said, "MTG, maybe, maybe he means Mary, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green is the one that maybe put that forward." I'm guessing. Okay, what's up, Randy? What's Dasher? up, Randy? Good to see you, man. Thanks for being here. Okay. Chris Bellrath said conspiracy fact. I'm probably going back a little bit. Um, Good to see you here too, Chris. Uh, Yeah, man, he's the worst, but he was up against some stiff competition. This is how they do it over at these Fed publications. They had uh, Elon Musk was on there, which is a pretty good pick, person of the year, the richest guy in the world and kind of the center of attention. That makes sense to me. Uh, Also, President Xi... Uh, he was on there? She was on there, yep. He made it. <laughs> um, Janet Yellen. That's, uh, my God. Oh, Liz Cheney. Person Shut of the year. Look, ugh. That's how you know. Like, I, the fettiest wow. Fed publication you could ever imagine, right? Like, the these are the people of the year to you? I just, like, these are the most, should be, the people you want to send to Guantanamo Bay the most. Holy shit. Fucking crazy, bro. Very failed so, politician. Liz Cheney made it on. Oh, she's pro- she's going to run for president. <laughs> she's definitely going to do it. Oh, all Cheneys to Guantanamo Bay. I call for Ooh, it. Yes, sir. Um, so I thought it would be cool if we talked about the worst people of the year, dude. So, obviously, there's some ones that are real... You know, standouts. So I'll say that Volodymyr Zelensky made my list of worst people of the year, which I don't know. One of us is wrong. Time Magazine is wrong or I'm wrong, but (laughs) that guy has just been so awful, sold out his people. Dude, they pretend like he's kind of like extracting our president for dollars. Like I've seen conservatives like kind of have that take like, oh, he just wants more money and they'll send it to him. It's like this guy is exactly like we put him there to do that it's not like yeah he's asking for money and we're like okay because we're generous it's like <laughs> that guy's the, the plan yeah he's the launderer in chief of ukraine that's what his function is you know yeah that's oh also my, my god my next worst guy is uh S- sam bankman freed another launderer in chief who people think oh this guy what an idiot he's screwed up what a bumbling <laughs> idiot. Look at his hair. He's wearing he a t-shirt. Yeah, he's he 30. Know. Look at him. Yeah. Oh, he's just a young kid. He fucked up. Oh, man. That guy did exactly what he was supposed to do. Was I wonder if that they're going to save him or throw him under the bus. I think that it will come down to him testifying before Congress. He'll give them what they need. And it will be a slap on the wrist type of thing. And he'll be 
right as rain, bro, if I had to guess. And then they're going to um, sorry, go regulate you and me. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Right. That will be the, ne- the next function of him is to make sure that they have all the, the regulation to come with the crypto. Bro, next person on my list, worst person of the year, is Rochelle Walensky. She's the head oh, of the CDC. Good one. Oh, my God. This woman. Talk about a face job because she is a solid, like, nine in government. She's pretty, she's pretty cute. Um, <laughs> she had a tweet a couple weeks ago, and here's part of the beauty of the Twitter takeover, that this came with a fact check. Ready for this? Yeah. This year marks the 50th anniversary of the end of the Tuskegee syphilis study. Tomorrow, I'll be joined by colleagues and public health leaders as we honor the 623 African-American men, their suffering and sacrifice, and our commitment to ethical research and practice. As we celebrate. The the (laughs) audacity of this cunt to say, (laughs) oh my God, we saved the C word around here for ladies like this. This fucking cunt (laughs) to say that their sacrifice, bro... As if they had a choice, yeah, right? That's brutal. Check out this. They didn't even this. know. They didn't know. So here comes the Twitter fact check. <laughs> the U.S. Public Health Service syphilis study at Tuskegee was conducted from 1932 to 1972 to observe untreated syphilis, despite treatment becoming available during the study. The subjects, their families, and sexual partners did not make a sacrifice. They were sacrificed. Ooh. That was the Twitter fact check. Bro, that the lady That's who runs the CDC bro. got, I know. That's a big deal, man. I just think that's, if that's a sign of things to come, we are, I mean, I'm, I'm hopefully optimistic there. Um, Klaus Schwab made my list again, obviously. Um, I don't I have a love. picture of this. He's your I boy. wish I did. <laughs> bro, and I, you know, he's been quiet for a while. But if you yeah, guys are li- He's, you know where he's been? He's been at the APAC conference in, uh, I think, Thailand. So you got to Google this, man. In fact, I'm going to do it right now on the Please fly. Do. Because. What's up, Dan Smith? Is Dan Smith in the chat? Yeah. Okay. Because Kanye uh, got the boot from Twitter because he posted a Aurelian symbol, which is like, it looks kind of like a swastika. Um, but also, uh, it's like, you know, it's for like an alien religion, something weird. I don't know. Something real okay, weird. Dude. I don't know what that is. It, it, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Um, but Klaus Schwab here, man, that's not going to do it. Okay, maybe I can. <laughs> so he goes to this summit, and there's a big fucking swastika. <laughs> Right behind him, dude. And there's four people on this panel. This is like, you know, it looks like a Davos kind of thing. Um, I'm, I'm amazed that people are... All right, let's see. That dude can't not be creepy. Yeah. Okay. Here, I think I found it. We'll just play a little bit of this. A little bit of this video. Oh, I did. Okay. Sorry to keep you waiting, but it's going to be totally worth it once you see it. <laughs> And I probably shouldn't have told you. <laughs> probably shouldn't have told you what it was because I've showed I've showed this to people and like I go, oh, what stands out at you? And they're like, I don't know. Like, what you know? Who's who are these people? Um, 
But you tell me, bro, if this grabs you right off the bat or not. Uh, here we go. Deliver your messages about the resilience, about sustainability, and ability of this world in working with other communities of the society. Now, the three speakers are really mine. Leave me with very little room to ask questions already. Let me do a little bit. I learned from Lao Tzu, one of the ancient philosophers in history. I would love to ask questions from two ends of the same question. First of all, short term versus long term. Every one of us. You're killing me, lady. Yeah, I can't. Why is she dragging Lao Tzu into this? Wonderful. <laughs> oh, so where's on. the money? Short term. What about... All right. Very preoccupied. Boom. How about that? Jeez. There's Klaus. What do you think about that? Yeah. Is that a... Let me get rid of the big stupid Dave versus Goliath thing. So you can... No, so I can see really it, bro. See it's it. a good... Yeah. Right? Come on. Yeah. That... Plastica, right? I mean, even the angle and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can get away looking like... Squint, maybe. Like, There's actually a bunch of the them in there. <laughs> right. How many swastikas can you fit in there? But if you're just looking straight up green and red and you squint, that's a straight up Nazi swastika. Um, but nobody cares because it's for the Green Global Initiative, I guess, or whatever. Dude. Jesus, whatever it know. takes, man. <laughs> whatever it takes. Oh, man. Um, but Klaus Schwab and his Nazi symbolism... And Nazi-like behavior earned him a <laughs> yeah. spot on the list, bro. Um, Joe Biden made the list, right? Yeah. I mean, he's got to, right? And this is all like that was a pretty that's low-hanging fruit, but um, you damn, know, for bringing man. the country together and all. Oh God, for for healing the soul of the nation. <laughs> that's what it was, yeah, yeah. For 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 Ashley's diary, for Hunter's <laughs> notebook, and for Bo's brain. You're, you're a bad, bad man, and you you earned your spot on the list. Um, let's see who else we got. Oh, and Justin Trudeau, that that mm. guy was freezing bank accounts for people for their ideas. You know, before Ye was even complaining about it, before that was even cool. So uh, that guy, I think he banned handguns. Like you can't buy a fucking handgun. That guy, what a piece of shit. No, you can't. Yeah, uh, just the absolute worst kind of human being. Absolute trash. Um, Justin Trudeau. I think he's still giving like Canadian citizens problems for coming back into the country too with vaccines stuff like that. Like you can't even Dude, go and home. We still do that too, right? Like you can't come here. I think if you're not do vaccinated. they? Yeah, like that's we're still on that tip. Like you can't visit if you're not vaxxed and yeah. See, some things that's what they do. They run the ball all the way down the field and only right. pull it back a little bit so it doesn't feel quite as bad. But the shit's already that in place, right? Yeah, and it feels nice because they let you out of your prison in your home and now you're happy about everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly, man. We don't have to wear the mask anymore. So we feel... Yeah. Freedom! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It pleases the crowd. Um, let's see. Who else have we got on here? Oh, I have ex-Twitter employees. Absolute worst people of the year. Um, they're all crying. These are the people that 
had no problem. Like, dude, uh, there's a girl in our circles. Her name is Eliza Blue. She's a survivor of human trafficking. So that's kind of her, you know, her passion in life is kind of like bringing that to the forefront. And uh, she got the attention. She did like a, a a session. What do they call those sessions on Twitter? I can't remember. Like a live session where hundreds of people okay. came in. Elon was on the call. Um, she's doing great work. And like, I think, like, I can't remember the statistics, but like 10,000% m- removing uh, child pornography, pedos, all that shit. Like that's, this is such great change. Yeah. And these people are like, you know, Twitter's toxic now and it's all this guy's fault and he's inviting oh, yeah. all right people. Um, one, one woman who just quit Twitter was in their safety department was Leslie Podesta, the niece <gasps> of John and Tony Podesta. Fucking yeah. amazing. I mean, just again, all, all, all roads point back to Satan, man. You know, I say that as, as a non-believer. You know what I mean? I just don't know what else to call yeah. it. That's like all they I, were doing. I think we talked about it last time. When they, how many people did he fire immediately? 50%? Oh, man. Yeah, it was a huge number of and, people. And Twitter's not at 50%. It seems to be getting no. better. So like, it's getting better. He's doing more, more people than ever. It's running faster yeah. than ever. Um, yeah, fuck those people. And um, also, ex-Twitter users, man, like Elton John. Ugh. Another, another, dude. People like these people get the most accolades, you know. Yeah. He's a singer who only <laughs> he's a fucking influencer. Like yeah. a typical Instagram influencer, but he can sang good. And and that's it just, too. I talked to somebody about that too, and they're like, Yeah, but I really like this song and that song. I'm like, he didn't write them. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter if he did. He just sang it. He just sang. Yes. He's a good singer, and 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 that's what the establishment likes like just think about it like a royal family right like sing dance you know give us something yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then leave you know? and we'll tell you how long you can stay like that's it you can play and we'll give you all the toys and all the poisons you want as long as you sang good and you do what we say you know so now when we tell you to leave because we got a big alt-right troll here then you do that too dude trent reznor left twitter because it's just too toxic now. It's too much. Too, oh, it's too much for Nine Inch Nails, happiness right. and slavery. You <laughs> cuck. I'm so glad that I'm prepared for this at this stage of my life. You know, like because yeah, he's primed. a hero. I've been primed because yeah. all my heroes have let me down. You guys all suck. And mm. there's no such thing as rock and roll or punk rock. It, not no Nowhere in these major circles. Elton John, fucking Nine Inch Nails. He's Live Nation, bro. He don't yeah. care. He was asking for vaccine, you know, cards for Nine Inch Nails show in 2021. Fuck you. Fuck you. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll still listen to your music. I still listen to Thriller. But, right. <laughs> you know, fuck you. You know? Yeah. Uh, Jack White, same thing. Oh, can't handle it. You know, all right. Jim Carrey. You guys had nobody had any problem on Twitter when all the pedos that were That made me it. sad with Jim Carrey. Like, come on. Pathetic. Absolutely weak. Weak men, and I, I'm, I hope that they mean it. I hope that they're all. That's my the most generous interpretation is that they really mean it. That they, they really think they're think, being honest. Right? Yes, and not just that's whores different. for the establishment. That that would be worse. Um, but yeah, man. 
I digress. Um, but the worst person of 2022 should come as no surprise. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective. And we, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric, actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Because okay. now the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is I, that right? I mean, <laughs> you know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you want it to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it, if you would like to, is put a cloth mask over, which actually here and here and here, where you could get leakage in, is much better contained. Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? Look like you are. (laughs) Worst person. Worst person in the world, dude. 2022. Congratulations, you fucking demon. Dr. Anthony Fauci. The chart says... Rand Paul is an asshole. Yeah. Oh, my God. And with the chart with the little smiley people with the mask coming. That f- oh, my Fauci ouchie. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, just found out. Yeah, his wife is like in charge of like grants at the National Institute of Health. Like which. <laughs> right. It's always the revolving door right there. You got the husband and wife, like the Clinton package. That That's a good criminal uh you know like recipe or the the podesta brothers that's a good one too i want to see him go down so bad i hope that maybe they feel like he's too much or too heavy on him and they just sacrifice him god that would be great man from from azt in the 1980s with the aids crisis till now this guy has just been an absolute cancer and like kind of the embodiment of like the forever government class you know what i mean he Mm didn't wasn't famous until like recently, right? Um, they but they use them. They'll bring them out when they need to. to like, wasn't he like the, the longest standing unelected government employee like, ever? It would not surprise. I mean, it was close to fifty years, right? That's yeah. way. I mean, that's crazy, man. People talk about term limits, but this guy has had that much power for that long. That's that's really insane. And I really, I slept on the medical freedom stuff. Like I wasn't really paying attention to that until 
sure. COVID. And a lot of people were before that, man. And, um, you know, I'm picking, picking their brain now. But, uh, yeah, he's the fucking worst human, on, human being on the planet. Dan Smith, I got to give it up to him. We were talking about Nine Inch Nails. He said, he will no longer bite the hand that feeds. <laughs> I love that guy. He's getting hungry. Dan Smith, if you're, if, you're still here, if you're still out there, bro, love you, miss you. Um, Eliza is a boss. Yeah, she is, man. She's really, she's crushing it. And she's, um, she's, I'm pretty sure she's an anarchist. So she's, we got an anarchist who's doing great work within this community who has Elon's ear. So six degrees of Kevin Bacon and all. That's pretty neat. Um, anyway, bro, that's about all I got. I'll be watching this Twitter stuff so you don't have to. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I will obsess over it. And Text um, me, bro. Yeah. the motherfucker still hasn't brought me back, though, dude. So you that's know. confusing. Yeah, it really is. Though he brought back Daniel McAdams after three nice. years, which is beautiful. That guy didn't definitely, though, he was suspended for the same shit that I was. He called somebody a retard, Sean Hannity. And then, boom, <laughs> that's what like, they we, don't, we don't tolerate bullying. Rawr, you're gone. Oh, that's Hannity's hair. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So dumb. Um, so I'm hoping, you know what Daniel McAdams didn't do that I did though? Set up five accounts after that. <laughs> They're just <laughs> trying to back. sift through your shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I keep sending them back stuff. I'm like, keep letting me back. They're like, no, we're not going to let you back. You, you set up a, eight accounts to, for abusive purposes. I'm like, there is nothing against setting up eight accounts in the new rules. Let me <laughs> right. in. They're, so, you're getting responses? Oh, every time I get a response, yeah. Oh, wow. And they okay. tell me to fuck myself every time, but uh, all good. Please. Bro, um, this will probably be it for you and I for 2022, because I know you got the kids coming soon, and we'll probably do some hanging out in real life, and then uh, yeah. we'll reconvene in 2023, and that will be, we'll celebrate two years of doing the podcast. Maybe we'll do something special. That would be great. Some- Was it January? Is that the first one we did? January. We did like right after the inauguration. Oh, we wow. started it. We kicked it off. So nice. I really appreciate you hanging with me. And um, yeah, have a great time with the kids. Great chatting Thanks. with you, bro. We'll hang out, man. All right. Take it easy. Peace, brother. Ladies and gents, that was a good chat. Kind of went down the rabbit hole a little bit. Um, just don't forget, you know, sometimes we get lost in this, the politics and, the, you know, this is all kind of just bullshit. We are um, the most beautiful thing in the known universe, and these bastards are trying to stop us from living our best human experience, and we're not going to let them do that. So that's why we keep on coming back. So I'll see you guys real soon. Appreciate you. Peace. Now that the smoke's gone.